Yo, what up guys? Welcome to Faded Town, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Those are facts. Look them up in number a book. One. You can Google <laughs> that shit. Pokestats. Doesn't matter. The only thing you're going to find is we're number one. It doesn't matter, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if uh, this is your first time watching, like, I don't know what you're watching, but you you got a problem. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you follow us. Um we we just get the best we get the best guests like there's no one that gets better guests than us and we we take a whole different approach this ain't no stupid um, deck profile bullshit shit we get the insight you get to see what these people are really like and today's guest he's a big one man he just fucking killed it last week last Damn week. It. Oh, oh no it'll be two right. weeks from two when weeks this ago. is out but at San Diego Regionals we got the most humble player I right hear. Ever, and from what I look at his limitless, he might be the most slept on fucking player in the in the game. Uh, Justin McCarty, man, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? What's up? Good, good, dude. How, chilling, man. Chilling. How's your uh, day going so far? Uh, a little busy, but we're getting there. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when uh, like I said, I was looking at your limitless, and well, let's let's start with how long have you been playing this game? Uh, okay, so my family and I started playing, I think, 07, 08 was the first year we started playing. The first tournament we went to was a States in 07. My, me and my sister played. Uh, I think I went 3-3. I think my deck had like 30 energies or <laughs> something. That's about right. I just threw a bunch of stuff in there. Um and then we we liked it, and I don't think we played the rest of the, it. Was the states of 07. Okay. And I don't think we played the rest of the. Oh no, we went to a regionals. I think uh, a month later because it used to go like Battle Road cities, mm-hmm. then states, then one regionals a year. I mean that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Now imagining all the regionals now, <laughs> but yeah. So there was one regionals. And then we went, and I was able to get ninth, uh, which was pretty good. And then I remember that I enjoyed it, and uh, my sister enjoyed it. And then we continued playing, but no no big tournaments or anything. And then we went, uh, we decided in 07 or 08 to try for a Worlds invite. And then uh, we just went for it. And then during some point during the middle of the season, my brother decided to play also. He was five at this time. So it was, we had to kind of teach him to play, but he got the hang of it. And then we all ended up uh, making Worlds that year in, uh, I think it was <laughs> Orlando. And then uh, we kind of just kept playing from there. Wow. And then, like... Your family, all of them still play? Uh, so my sister stopped when she got into high school. Uh, my brother took a break last year because he was a junior in high school and he wanted to focus on that and try to strengthen his application and focus on getting into college. Um, and I think he's going to try to play again this year. So it's really just me and him. Okay, that's what's up. And how many how many world invites have you had since that? Every year? Uh, okay, so... 08 I uh, played and so I played until 2012 then I took a break from okay. 13 14 and 15 and then I came back the 15 and 16 season so let's see 8 9 10 12 so I think this would be my 11th <laughs> I get that. So, yeah. like it's mind blowing like, <laughs> I mean I've been playing for a long time yeah. I'm almost like ancient in this game so definitely and like when I look at your limitless you killed it 2016 2017 it looked like like top thirty-two, like every fucking regional. I did okay with Greninja. I think yeah, most most Greninja. Yeah, right. And like yeah. I've I've noticed that a lot in a lot of the top players where 
they find one deck and they just fucking destroy with it. And yeah, I, I kind of believe, I remember like a philosophy also when I first started playing Jason, uh, somebody asked Jason Klasinski why he only sticks with one deck throughout the year. And I believe his philosophy was that he likes to play one deck throughout the whole season because he feels he can master that deck and kind of tinker it throughout the whole season. And as long as it's like good in the meta, right? right. That he will be able to play that deck better than anybody else. So no matter what he sits down against or no matter what player, what deck, he can figure out a game plan every game because he knows his deck so well and uh, he just knows the ins and outs and he can figure out like how to play basically any matchup. Right. So I, I kind of kept that in my mind. I think a lot that like that's been pushed out by a lot of the top players and like I think these like other players should just start listening. I know I mean, like in my local scene there's a ton of players they just play a different deck every day but like when i look at these top players it's like last year you went i mean you went like garb but like expand it's like two different things but you just mainly went fucking picaron oh yeah i think yeah. uh from collinsville on to knoxville i don't think i played a different deck at a standard regionals <laughs> or like, the, uh, so like eight months of picaron yeah you just went picaron like a and like the numbers show like you did fine like it's fucking smart and like, low key this year you fucking killed it. Peek around twice. You're you're ninth, third, and first. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I'm doing okay. How, many, this year. how many uh, regionals have you hit this okay. year? Three, four, one, two, three. Yeah, four. four. I didn't go to Portland or what's uh, Daytona. That's hilarious. He's three yeah. for four. Basically top eights. Uh, well, yeah, I had the bubble, but that's insane. So when you, uh, when you, so like, that's your main philosophy is basically you're going to stick, stick with a a deck and run with it until it just doesn't work in the meta. So yeah, like when you went into San Diego, Picaron was just not the play. No, yeah. So when I, I went, ended up going to Brazil and I tried to get Picaron to work really hard (laughs) and it was Crash, it was not good, not good. Um, so I had to find another deck, and then I went with Mewtwo, um, and I did okay. I went five two two and was able to get one twenty eight, but uh, wasn't as well as I was hoping to do. So then going into San Diego, like my, I wanted Mewtwo to work, but it just didn't work. So I was trying to basically find anything to play, and that's how I kind of ended up on that deck. Right? Is this like, well, this deck is basically what uh, what's his name was running, right? Gustavo, yeah, yeah just Gustavo. like. Basically, it says like baseless. Uh, Joel and Gabriel uh, got to San Diego a week earlier, and they kind of tested the deck up until then, and they refined the list that I ended up playing. Uh, yeah. It was a really good list, so big yeah. shout out to them. Yeah, I remember I was watching your top eight matches, and I was like, if he hits ADP all the way there, he's gonna win. Like, I know, yeah, I got pretty I told- lucky to hit ADP. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was like, because we're I'm in the Pokestats group. I'm like, they're all talking, oh, this guy. I'm like, I'll tell you right now. If Justin hits ADP all the way to the finals, it's free. It's over. <laughs> and he just fucking killed it. Yeah, we got pretty lucky that the bracket broke out that way. Uh, the finals, uh, I ended up playing against Lucario, and I had no idea what was going to happen in that matchup. So I kind of just winged it and it ended up working out. So. <laughs> um, so let's talk about outside the game. You're... What do you what do you do for a living wise? Okay, so uh, I just recently graduated. Um, I wasn't sure yeah. what I wanted to do. The original plan when I first got into college was I was going to be a doctor. Both my parents are doctors. I was kind of molded that way. Um, but during college, I wasn't so sure. 
I kind of wanted to try different things. So that's what I ended up doing in college. But uh, my senior year, I decided I wanted to go back. And so graduated. And now the plan is to take the MCATs. I'm going to use this year to like build the resume, try to take the MCATs and apply to medical school and hopefully get in. Nice. All right, all right. That's what's nice. up. That's like, yeah. That's like, that's crazy. Cause like, yeah. when you when you talk when I, I do a lot of these interviews and it's like, what do you do for a living? I, um, I play Pokemon. I stream. I stream. Yeah. I, stream I coach. And then I talk to you. I'm gonna be a doctor. Okay. Well, I mean, everybody's different. So yeah, yeah. So I agree. But it's just like it's a big gap, which is <laughs> like, um, everyone plays, man. It's crazy. Like it is. You get people from all walks of life that just pop up and like me, like you'd probably look at me and think like he's a therapist, you right. know, cause like I don't really fit the bill. And then like sure. you have people like Justin who are just really smart and they, you know, they're, they're just very mm-hmm. self-aware individuals who are going to be doing like really daunting careers that take a certain kind of person, you know? Um, and then you have people who are really good at like streaming and like really personable. And it's just yep. like such an, it's such an eclectic mix of people that just, yeah. I think that makes the game like a big draw. You well, know, I agree hundred yeah. percent. Like the we community have, is one of the biggest the reasons I came back after I took my break. Right. Like I was very unaware, like to be honest, I think I had a different mindset than like the opposite mindset. I thought everyone was like, I'm going to school to be a doctor or I have this career. So yeah. when I started talking to people and they're all like, I just play Pokemon. I was like, Oh, that's like, a, I, that? I, don't know. Yeah. I was like, that's a thing you guys are doing yeah. this. And like, then it just became a fun, one after another, after another. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like, it's kind of changed recently. I remember nobody when we first started like, yeah, 08, nobody, 9, right? and even thought about doing this like full time. But now that's recently crazy. it's kind of, uh, kind of cultivated. So it's pretty yeah. good. If, uh, so like, coaching and stuff that's not even a mindset for you uh not really if somebody asked me for help i try to help oh. any anybody i can anytime so like if anybody asked me i would try to make time for it but i'm not going to advertise it or anything I like that about, yeah uh, you can coach me man <laughs> yeah <laughs> anytime uh... i'll pay yeah he needs <laughs> it <laughs> what are you talking oh, about? just hit me up i'll message back as soon as i can so right Oh, all right, I'll, I'll give it about an hour before I'm in the DMs. See, you don't want to, you don't want to put that out there. You might just get flooded, boy. No, now I gotta, now I gotta. I try to help anybody out as the best I, I can. I try to. When I get, but there's just, there's a, there's a limit. Like there has to be a no, limit. I, I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. It like, gets exhausting, man. When you get enough DMs from people, especially like <laughs> at where I'm at, I'm like, what? Like, there's people messaging me about decks I've never even touched in my life, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not the person for you. I'm sorry, but you gotta figure that out yourself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not Dog box seven uh, from 2009. I'm like, I didn't even play back then. Why, <laughs> yeah. why are you even talking to me? I mean, I always think of it like this. I remember when I first started, like, uh, I, if I just trying to imagine like how I would have been if I asked for help. I just try to help anybody I can because it can be hard for newer players coming into the game or anything like that. So any way mm-hmm. I can help, I just try to help. That's what's up. I think. Oh, my... I think. I think our community is becoming more like that. I think. Yeah, I agree. For a long time, or I'd say the last two years, that our community was very um, not together. Like we very. We had clicks and stuff, but I feel in the last like year, everyone seems to be cool with everyone. Like, sure, yeah, I definitely do, yeah. sure, there's some tension still, but there's it's a lot 
better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember even just like a couple of years ago, like you were saying, a lot of fractions and divisions, but now it's kind of everything, like you said, is coming together a little yeah. bit better. I think everyone just has the same goals. Like, we're just here to have fun and win. Like, winning is always a goal. And this whole no leaks thing is like, I get it. And, but at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters. I'm out here just throwing my deck out there. I don't care. I, I got the play for Dallas just so everyone, if you want it, just message me. Tweet it out so we know it's real, man. Yeah, probably not. Do what I do. Do what I do. 10 o'clock every night before the event, here's my 60. And then I'm coming at you with this, um, and you can't stop it. I don't don't know what I'm playing till like, 7.30. (laughs) I don't know how you guys sleep. Dude, uh, I don't sleep. That's what people say to me all the time. I don't get enough sleep. I was in in the room at NAIC. They were up till fucking... I don't know how late, and then I wake up and everyone's playing Baby Blown, so I'm like, what the fuck you guys doing? I was like, I went to bed, everyone was on Picarom. I wake up and everyone's on Blounds. But you stayed on Picarom, right? Yeah. I did, I did, yeah. yeah you're like, fuck the noise. You got top 16, right? No, I day two, and I think I bubbled out of one top 64. I think I got yeah. like, yeah, I don't remember the exact place. I, I remember there was. I remember seeing you walk around. Yeah. And most of the time I see you on day two walking around playing at relatively high tables, so. I mean, it's, yeah. it's always good. Yeah, it's always like, good. At this point, it looks like you're day two king. Like, when's the last <sighs> time you missed it? Day two. Oh, Virginia, uh, Virginia this year when I played Trev. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so you you you've been playing this game um, almost what? Almost fifteen? Almost twenty years? Uh, no, no, no. no. twelve years. So yeah, so, so oh eight. So it's gonna be t- about twelve years since I started. But I took a little break in between. Yeah. Like I was still involved, but I just I didn't play. So and like so you've you've seen the development basically. Yeah. Um, how big was it when they were like, "We're gonna give you five thousand dollars if you want a regional." Like, as a player that just sat that didn't really like, I played in two thousand fifteen. Like, went to one regional, but then I jumped in and it was like, "Oh yeah, we win money," like. I don't think a lot of people realize how different that is. Than, oh, yeah. It, it, like, it's definitely different, yeah. yeah. I remember when it first happened, I didn't realize how big it was, but as the season went on, I just realized how much uh, the game kind of changed when they introduced that. I feel like regionals became a lot more valuable, more people put emphasis on them. Because back in the day, uh, regionals were important, but they definitely w- was not as important as they are today. Like, regionals are super important today. The same with, like, the IC structure. I remember... When I first came back, that's when they first introduced the ICs. Um, nobody knew how they would work. I remember the first London IC I ended up going to. It was kind of it was like new for everybody, obviously, and nobody knew what would happen, how how it would go. And it's definitely not as big as it is today, where the ICs are treated like just massive events, where uh, mini worlds basically. Right, and like yeah. uh, I seen this argument. Uh, I think it was on Twitter. They're talking like because I mean you played so long. You've seen so many structures of uh, points and stuff. Like, do you yeah. feel like where we're at right now, where we get championship points, and this is the best structure that we played in, or do you think back in the day and some of the formats you played that are like this was way, way better? 
Okay, so I started in OA, which was the ELO structure, and I definitely think the championship point structure is better than the ELO structure. Mm -hmm. the ELO, like, I remember there was a time, I think, so 2011, I didn't play in nationals from 2011 until 2017, because I remember in 2011, I sat because I didn't want to lose my ELO points and lose my invite, and then I did the same in 2012, and then I took my break, and then I didn't play a nationals again until I think NAIC. I think the last nationals I played in was 2010 and I didn't play like a national event until NAIC, oh, which is pretty crazy. Geez. All because of this ELO system. So I think it's better than that because anything that incentivizes you sitting out like the biggest tournament in uh, your country or place is just not a good system. Um, so I think it's better than that. Uh, I haven't really thought about how this can be improved, but I think the championship point structure is okay. I could see how like the top 16 structure or some people yeah. gets a little bit like too pay for play almost, but I'm not sure the best way to change that. I haven't really thought yeah. about it too in depth. Yeah, the top sixteen thing is is a different monster. When, yeah, especially this year they got to do like eight cups a quarter. I know that that is that that's is ridiculous. fucking yeah. crazy. Like that's the, that's an easy fix. Let's change that right away. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how that wasn't fucking fixed. That stuff's nuts. Um. Yeah, I, I talked about it, like, I mean, obviously you're a top player. Like, if you if you look at the numbers, you're a top player. I'm okay. I don't know if I'm, like, I don't like throwing around, like, top player. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're Just, okay? You're okay? Yeah. <laughs> First, a third, and ninth, you played four regionals. How many, what's your what's your point total right now? Oh, CP? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nine twenty nine, I think. Yeah, dude, just okay. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, you know. like. I, I talked to Xander about this, and, like, this whole, the way this, it's structured, like, to be recognized, like, as much, as good as you are, I, I know you're, like, not huge on social media or whatnot, yeah. um, but, like, the, I mean, your numbers don't lie, like, you're, you're, last year, you day two at least almost 20 events. No, I think, I think, I think Nine, it was 10, 11, all right, like twelve events, all right, yeah. out of like what fifteen? In no, I, I think I only played like thirteen. It was like twelve for thirteen. Oh, oh twelve for thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's twelve for thirteen on day twos, and like you, it's such a like you have to pay to be at the top. You know, like you yeah, have to I play every you. event. Like it's yeah. not a pay to win. This is definitely no. not a pay to win thing, but it's a pay to be at the top and be, and be recognized, you know? As much as like the, there are great players out here. Like you're de you and Xander are are really good at, uh, examples of like players that don't get recognized for how good they are. I don't know if it has to do with like your social media, but I I really think it has to do with that. Like, sure, you have nine hundred point. You're are you top sixteen racing? Or are you uh, okay? So, like the plan, I say every year, even last year, I say I'll see how the season plays out, and if I'm in the hunt, then I will go for go it. For if it? I'm not, then I'll just kind of just play. You're in the so hunt right now, right? Yeah. So I think I'll just try to go for it at this point and just see what happens. Okay. So that I, think makes sense. Is, I think a lot of it is social media. You think? Honestly, I think yeah. I think a lot of it has to do because like I I made this example as if this game was completely online and you didn't have to travel for events I think the top player list would be there would be it would not even be close to me the same 
I agree 100. percent right. Okay, I could definitely see that. Yeah, because I, I, I think there are a lot of players. There, could, I mean, you could, like I said, there could be a fucking guy that lives in his mom's basement that just plays Pokemon all day that doesn't go to any events that could be a monster, but we don't know. But I do because they can only go to like one regional, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. I think I think that I think that the game is largely online. Um. So now mean? I mean, as far as recognition goes if that's what you want and uh i just feel like your online presence makes you extremely recognizable there are people there are people out there that are very recognizable that are more online than anything like in real life like i'll talk to my own experience like when i started playing um it was my specific goal not to really be great at the game, but to like influence people in a way that was like good. And I just would say a lot of nice things. Or if somebody would post on like, Hey Fonte about their shit getting stolen, I'd be like, Hey, send me a list of what you lost. I'll, I'll fill in what I can. Things like that. Or calling out bullshit behavior, which is like 80% of the job online, especially because it's fucking toxic sometimes. And as a result, me, somebody who, I have no real accomplishments. I'm just a, I'm just known as a nice guy. I get recognized everywhere. You know, maybe that's rare candy. Maybe not. Who, it doesn't matter. Like, people are like, hey, you're a really nice guy. I saw they'll say something nice that I said online. It's never anything I did in real life, right? Because I have no accomplishments to, to speak of. I've done well in a couple of regionals, and I happen to be a member of a YouTube community through complete chance, right? Like... Yeah, but I you just just like you got to give yourself time to build up the accomplishments and stuff but sure right yeah, yeah. but i think that what makes me recognizable is a lot of as is a hundred percent the shit that i do online you know yeah. so i think that i think the game the community is built online i think like i i agree with you on that but when i if i'm, I'm talking like if you want to be recognized as one of the best players in the world um you have to go to every event and and do well so i mean oh the top players in the world yeah yes. definitely yeah you even though out. even though like someone like xander who is yeah, only going to go to five he's one of the best in the world but yeah, when you look when yeah. you go to the community like in the broad picture obviously the good players his friends the top players all know xander's great but your guy that's never in the conversation. Local, he's not even in the conversation. Right. Not even a thought. Yeah. And like, it's, I think a lot of that. It's crazy. I think a, lot of that, a lot of that to me is like recency bias, right? Like, right now, you know, I think, you know, Kaiwin is the best player in the world, right? Because he's crushed it all year. He top twos or wins every special event or top eights every regional or whatever. Like, that's what I think. Right. You know, now if Kaiwin goes to Melbourne regionals in what? eight hours and does bad and Henry wins a week from now and be like, dude, Henry, best player in the world. You know, like it's just, that's just the nature of, I think it's just the nature really? of, I think people look at, they look at Danny's 1700 CP and go, <laughs> guys, a God, unbeatable. And like, don't get me wrong. Danny's a fantastic player. Yeah. One of the, one of the best players in the world, but that number is bullshit. Like it is so skewed. To, to how good you are like that like there's no way you can look at that number and 
judge someone how good they are based off that number. Oh, no. Absolutely yeah. not. But, I agree with you. But I think a lot of people do. They look at that number, and I think a lot of the top players, I, I don't want to put this, like, words in their mouth, but I think they look at that number, and their, like, self-worth comes from that number. And just by talking to some of them, it's like, oh, I, I got to get this. I, I got to stay in top 16 and this. And I'm like, you, you, you already know you're good. You already know it. Like, you don't need this, this CP number that is like, like, that's what I think that's what makes it toxic. But I also think that's just the top 16 race. That is just yeah, so I, could, toxic. I never thought of it like that, but the more you bring it up, like I'm starting to think, yeah, I could definitely see that how that number kind of just defines how your season goes. And mm-hmm. even though like you could have a great season, but if you don't hit this number, it could just it not just be good in your eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, just, so, just so, I, think we, I think we all do that to an extent, though, in whatever mm-hmm. it is we're doing. You know, right. like I would never do that in Pokemon because I know where I'm at and I know my capabilities, but like in my work life, like. My self-worth definitely comes from, like, things like fitness and, like, how many clients I help and discharge that are, like, in a better place. And if I'm doing bad there, I'd be like, man, I fucking suck. Like, I'm useless, you know? So I could definitely see it, Yeah. you know? And a lot of these kids are younger, too, man. And that's another thing. Like, you don't even have a sense of identity yet. It is crazy. 21, 22. Dude, I changed between 25 and now, 28. I'm a different, you guys would fucking hate me more than you already do. You know, like, (laughs) I think it gets, like, it gets, it does, it gets even more wild when you think about how really young they are. Like, when I know, I think, go ahead, sorry. Like, when Xander told me he was 18, yeah, and I'm like, that's insane. And then when he was 16, he topped third, or he got got third third at at Worlds, I'm like, that's fucking insane. I was like, and like, I was, I was like, how was that not a huge story? Like, Social media know, just wasn't, wasn't yeah, I was like, social media just, there wasn't, like, a podcast or something. It just wasn't there. And, like, that story should have been, he should be a fucking monster star. Like, top three at 16. And I'm like, you just made, like, $25,000 at a 16-year-old. Like, yep. it's fucking, dude, from playing card games. That's insane. I think a lot of it is personality, too, though, man. Like, yeah. There's, there's like, there's commonalities you could see with people like Xander and Henry and Justin, and then there's commonalities you could see in other players where it's kind of like, you know, like yeah. me for example, I'm just very outspoken, and so are other people, and you know, I think that influences people too. Like a lot of the time, man, if you're a charismatic speaker, you can make people believe like anything. If you're all banging on your chest and shit, like, right? I, I, I don't think we have enough of that, that, in my opinion. I think once once Russell O'Power like stepped away from this this uh, TCG, like as as bad as like it might put a light on him, I think a lot of people are just really humble and nice now. You don't hear a lot of shit talk, and like I think we need it. I think we need it. We, like wow. it's so. I think it's fun. It it spices up the community. It makes like story like stories come out when people when you have two sides. When, if everyone's just sitting there. Yeah, oh, my opponent's a great player. I'm a great player. It was great. It gets old. And you want to be like, cool. you want I, to be like, or it's like, you want to cut a promo on somebody like, right? Zach at at Knoxville Regionals, dude, I'm coming for you, bro. Dude. But like, I can't control if I play you. Like, if we could do that, that would be the best, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, tight. Yeah, I, I get it. But I think last year it was so 
like last year was so different because like DDG was like an entity. Yeah, I kind of just took off. Yes, fight, though, and it, it became like DDG versus everyone, and it was like even if like you ever even if you're friends with them, like uh, I I've heard some bad shit about it, but there was enough people that still friends with them that it still was like all right, what is DDG playing and how? Well, let's just hope they don't fucking win. And like I remember, like round one of like the events after they won the first couple of regionals, like oh, what's DDG yeah. playing after round one? Like I, I, that's still being said today. And like oh, and cool. like me and Dad, we were talking about it. It was like th- that group of people, even though they're all not uh, under DDG anymore, they've literally just stole that name from Dead Girl Gaming. They literally no, yeah. like it doesn't. It doesn't matter that Jimmy <laughs> or whoever else is on this team or whatever, they're still DDG and it doesn't matter. Like they literally took their brand. and was like, all right, that's ours. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're a new player and you come to a regional and you're like, here, this guy's talking, he's like, oh, DDG is playing this, this. And you'd be like, who's DDG? They're not going to say, oh, that's a card store. They're going to say that it's that group of people oh, playing over there. <laughs> You yeah. see that group at the, those top three yeah, tables there? Those guys. All them, and then They're playing that. that <laughs> like, I thought that <laughs> shit was so too. funny. I was like, you know what, Xander, you're right. That's just hilarious. Like, they literally got paid to steal their fucking uh, I, You know, after thinking about it, that would be kind of neat, man. Like, it would be kind of cool to have a little bit of gamesmanship. and. Um, I I think that we could do a lot with, like, the online portion of the community, like we could do that online. Um, could, like, think about it. Could you imagine if when when Jimmy won like three regionals in a row, yeah. if he was just talking shit the whole time? Yeah, how just, fucking dope would that have been? If dude, he's like, "I'm fu- like you guys are trash." Like, I'm the best these, in the world. These fucking regionals are fucking free. I show up and they just give me five grand. Like, that's <laughs> bad. Like, he he would have been hated more than he's hated, but like. The fucking memes, the the he would have became like the superstar. Like everyone would have known his name. Teach him at the regionals or knock him out of whatever the next. <laughs> yes. They're like, oh, I definitely see what you're saying. They put a bounty on that like, guy. I, yeah, I really dude. like Jimmy. I really like Jimmy. That would, however, be actually fucking awesome. Like, would, that would have like, been so funny. Like I'm <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting for a player to pop off like that. Like. Like you, you see it in other sports, like uh, MMA. When Conor McGregor was on that yeah. role, like <laughs> he just started talking shit, and then yeah. boom, like the biggest name in sports, boom, like I, shit talking. People yeah. just love that, and like right now in the community, it is so quiet, and it's just like, oh, just Justin won, yay, yeah. People will pay. People will pay to see a guy they hate lose. Oh, hundred percent. They'll pay out that ass for it. You know, like. Connor would be out here like I'm the best in the world and all this bullshit. Yeah. And then like I went to fucking Vegas to watch that fight, to go to that exact fight. Which one? I paid hey, Diaz and McGregor. Yeah. DSP. I went to Vegas for that. And I paid whatever. I paid eight hundred dollars for a ticket and I bet two fifty on Diaz because I so badly there wanted we go. To win. And I won. Um did I think it was gonna happen? Absolutely not. You're like, um, but I paid out the ass to see that happen, it and it was, it was, oh, it was so good. And uh, like, so I think it, it would give the game personality, and like, I think it's growth. As much as like, it's like a self sacrifice, as in like, you you might be very hated by most of the community, but in the long run, I think it would just be growth for the community. You would set more eyes on people. 
Like, Ooh, this actually might help the game grow for esports, dude. Correct. I was like, uh, right now we're all just quiet. Little uh, Justin won. Um, last week, who won? Oh, Robin Schultz is doing great. Ooh, good job, guys. And like, as much as that, like, obviously everyone's super humble and it, it's hard. We need one person to just start faking it. Fuck it. Just start. Dude, you guys suck. Know. I'm the best. If we had some kind of like alternate like circuit or something where you can control who you play, right? I could actually see that working really well. Like some it's kind hard. of grassroots streaming where they control like, like like the invitational tournaments that used to be around a long time ago. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That's where the yeah. shit talking would have to happen. Right. Um, I think, but know. like I don't know. You could still do it. Like, like even even Justin, like he's top almost top eighting every tournament. So like. Or Grant. Grant. If Grant, Grant's been oh. on a fucking killer. If Grant just went off on Twitter, <laughs> like he's a little, he does say, some, he he's does some, say a little shit. But if he went off, like I think this, the game, it, as bad as it would be for like one person, the, it would help the the game in a whole. Like you might get banned. I don't know how Pokemon would take that. But, but like, what could Pokemon really? Actually, I don't know. They could. They do a lot of dumb. They'll shit. figure something out. They'll figure something out. Right, you said what on the internet? Yeah, you're banned. I'll call somebody out right now if you want. It doesn't really happen when you don't even show up to tournaments, so. bro. I, I'm good now. I'm free. The chains are off. Are you man. going to Dallas? No, I don't okay, play. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Dude, I got the most brain dead deck. I got the most. Anyone? The my buddy. I'm playing Lucario. Just so you know. And Send my, me the list and I'll go to Dallas. How about that? 100%. My buddy, he, he never played Expand. One game of Expand in his entire life. Goes to Portland. I gave him my 60. Day twos. Played all Zoroarks. No. No, did a Lucario have like a ridiculous conversion rate? Yes, it was, like, it was four, four out of five. percent yeah. Four out of five, baby. It was exactly. unreasonably high. It was, it was your conversion rate of day twos, Justin. Yes, exactly. It was, it was 97.3%. Oh, no, it was three out of four. Three out of four. And like, okay. Justin took day twos more than Luke Curry. And, like, I'm telling you right now, if you look at the meta, if you guys are listening, oh, this is going to, yeah, this come out. Look at the meta right now. Lucario is looking great. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, first Lucario's winning Dallas. Send me the list. I'll go to Dallas. We'll there do it. I'll go. call people out the whole way. I'll I'll wear I'll wear oh, my shit. finest. I'll wear my this. finest. Uh, Yo, yeah, you're go going, ahead. going to Dallas. Got, I was thinking Dude, about everyone's Toronto. going to Dallas. You should go. That's the yeah. reason why everybody goes. Yes, to I've heard. I've the barbecue's heard. great. The the hotel is literally at the right. airport. It's fucking it perfect. I'll buy it tonight. You guys sold me. That's right. what's up, Justin. I want. I got some questions for you, man. Uh, let's, let's about Justin the man, not Justin the player. Okay. Okay. So you're, yeah, I mean, let's get to know yeah, him, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. I feel like Justin is one of the most enigmatic characters in the entire game, right? Like he's just a guy who shows up, gets the job done. Um, but for a long time, you were the guy who could not top eight. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that was, and how did you feel when it actually happened, and how did you make it happen? Uh, okay, so why do I think that was? Uh, I'm not too entirely sure. I've gotten close a couple of times, like I bubbled a couple of times last year and the years before. Um, sometimes I didn't play the right deck. Uh, some day twos I didn't play as well as I should have. Like, there's definitely some day twos I could have played better and possibly done it. Um, 
Uh, outside of that, I'm not really sure. Uh, how did I make it happen? Uh, I just stuck with the same thing, trusted my gut with uh, Picaram in Knoxville, uh, hit the right matchups. I think I played okay, and I got pretty lucky, and it worked out. Um, and then kind of just carried that over to San Diego, and we were able to get the dub. I just tried to play well, got lucky, and it worked out. So... This luck, you, uh, I just don't believe the luck. Like I don't either. You're you're he's too so, consistent to be lucky. He's so, there, yeah, there, yeah, lucky to, to do really yes, well. Like, yes, I yeah. think you do. There is a luck factor, but yeah. when I look at your, I mean, limitless, you're very consistent. And at one, uh, if you look at it, yes, you didn't day two for a long time, but something snapped. At, at some point, something happened, and you're consistently very close, if not uh, top eighting, like every regional. Well, I think uh, after I took my break, I came back, and I think I was able to day two, but I think I was probably still a little rusty, not as good as I probably should have been. And then as I've been playing more and more, I just feel like I've gotten back into the groove from where I was when uh, before I took my break. Okay. So, it took- so I, I was able to top eight before I took the break, uh, like regionals then. It was just like it, since I came back and in the modern era, I hadn't top eighted. How have your uh, how is your so you guys you guys call yourself your testing group? Do you guys call yourself something? Oh, uh, I guess we uh, some of us call ourselves the lab. I guess that's, it's that's me, what I was getting at. Uh, it's me, um, Isaiah Bradner, Will Jenkins, Kiana Mini, Kenny Britton, Justin Kulas, Michael Bergerak, and Joao, and my brother Zach. Uh, we kind of just formed together this year and we started it, and I think we've done pretty good for ourselves, and uh, hopefully it continues. Yeah, you guys cool. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a loaded lineup, yeah. man. Um, like, so, go ahead, Zach. I was just gonna say, like, the only person that I like that's like decent that I always uh, test with is Kenny. Like, Kenny will hit me up. Hey, let's play some games. Even though he's like, your list is bad. Let's see if we can make it work. And then I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's try it. But, yeah. so something I like about my testing group, though, I love all those guys. They're great people and they're great friends. Something I like too. Just you can shoot the shit with them or do anything. Just not just Pokemon. Just right. something I like also. Yeah. Say, my group is like that too, man. It's like, is that is like um, is a team like sponsorship anything even like a thought for you? Do you no, want not that? really? I remember me and my brother did that a couple years ago, and we kind of just stuck with it. And when it disbanded, it's not really something we would want to do again. It's, right. Like uh, I don't probably see myself doing a team ever again. Probably. Right. I I think yeah. I think it's going in that direction of like fuck this like let me post my let me post that you should buy codes at this place for yeah whatever and let me work with my friends and let's win regionals i I think dg was like a, a groundwork for that where people as much as they are a sponsor team or whatever they were so together that, like, yeah. I don't think we've seen that in the game where, like, we've seen a group of people that were so together, wouldn't leak shit, and played so well at the top of, the, uh, of like, every regional. And then, like, everyone was like, uh, maybe that's how we should do it, you know? True. Uh, they, they definitely started the ground. I could say Limitless and them kind of were like yeah, that, Yeah, Limitless. Yeah, uh, they kind of set the groundwork of uh, you don't just have to be part of a team. You can have a, like a group of people because I don't think Tord is part of Limitless, but no. he always works with them and they always come up with something crazy. Yeah. yeah, like I had the I brought this up in my last interview, but uh, I had this argument with Raul about it where it's like I, I 100% believe that the people that you test with is your team. 
I don't care what the fuck's on your jersey or whatever you're wearing, you're sponsored by, but if you sat and played uh, 10 hours with Justin, that's your fucking teammate for that, that fucking regional or whatever it is, and... Like and he's like, no, he's my friend. I'm like, I get that. You could you could be friends and teammates. Like, and he's yeah. like, I, that that's disrespectful. I was like, eh, what? I, I don't want. It got bad. I don't want to get into it. But I, we just agreed to disagree. But like, in my opinion, I'm like, your teammates are definitely the people you test with and the yeah. people you trust. Yeah, it's not the name on the jersey, right? It's the people that you exactly. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest problems with a lot of these so-called teams is that it's just a bunch of fucking people that are sponsored that yeah, don't even like each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've not... heard that a couple of times too from people. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know. I, I tend to agree with that. I think that it's a game, right? Like we yeah. all play the game to get away from all the bullshit over here and then like this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be yeah. spent with friends, right? Like I talked to mainly probably three people about decks and cards and shit like that. And two of them live in fucking Singapore, Malaysia, wherever the wherever the fuck they live. <laughs> and one of them and one of them lives here in America. And then that's a person who I could legitimately see be my friend for the rest of my life. Because we just talk about life and shit. And then we play and then we're like, hey, this card's pretty good. Let's let's see where this goes. And I couldn't imagine being with some amalgamation of people from the game that are good. That are like that I might have had a weird interaction with, especially, like, a while ago, but they're just good. So, like, here you go, guys. Like, go figure something out. And remember to, remember to hashtag this. It's not I'd even... Like, they the problem is they don't even figure anything out. They all play different shit. And, like, <laughs> they're just like, hey, I got the same jersey as you. It's <laughs> somewhere on yeah. the team. Which... And also, I'll talk shit when they're not around. Yeah. And hope it but if you that. win, dude, I'll be in the picture. I got you. Yeah, I want the cloud though. Yes, I'm in the picture. And yeah, we're uh, ARG number one team, baby. Yeah. <laughs> How many? Oh, there's six of you. Yeah, we played six different decks. We're, yep. Uh, Some team. Yeah. Um, but, Jack. like, um, I think it's very fucking, like, especially to get a group of people that are actually really good at the game uh, to uh, work together is fucking, like, precious. You should hold on to that. 100%. It's if you a, find it group of people people you trust and people you enjoy hanging out with and just playing with uh and that are good and that can uh all, everybody benefits from it uh, yeah i agree 100 mm-hmm. percent as well like the, the meta in vegas is so bad like no one trusts anyone and like we get we'll get like 10 people that go to a regional there's 10 different decks no one no one's like works together on shit and like if you have an idea they all just like uh, you're crazy, that shit's dumb, or I'm just like, you know, it's a lot better to just work together on one thing oh, yeah. than to spread all your resources thin, but it, it's just a clash, you can't, when you guys, when people don't mold, it just doesn't work, so like, I sit here and I'm like, I got, I got fucking PTCGO, that's my best friend. Dude, all it's right? <laughs> like, Justin t- tells us that, and I'm like, legit envious dude i'm so jealous i like i haven't played in a tournament in buffalo since early 2018 maybe because like i just don't play if it's not a big event all my testing is online and it sucks man because i would love to be able to just go somewhere like the car shop or even somebody's house and just test for an event and then just like eat afterward like that sounds like 
the best way to experience this game. Whether your goal is to win or lose, it really doesn't matter. It's like we just want to do the best we can, and we want to be the most prepared. And we all have a common goal. And, like, that is that just brings you together, man. Like, if you have somebody who's, like, cool otherwise, that's the shit, dude. Like, yeah, I agree 100%. That's why I like the IC so much. Not just for the tournament experience, right? Just being there with, like, a bunch of different people, even just testing before the event and just after the event, right. too, like. That's that's what I enjoy most about this yeah. game is the experiences. Not not like I enjoy playing a little bit, but the thing I enjoy most is obviously the experience and just making everybody coming together and even just hanging out afterwards. That's what I like right. most. Like that's I I see like that was my first like NAIC without people from Vegas. I didn't go with anyone. I I I hit up Sam and he's like, I got a room on the floor for you in this room of twenty people or there was like ten people in this room and I knew none of them like. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to go. I want to play. I want to try to get my invite. And let's. And by far, it was the best experience in Pokemon I've ever had. Like, I met so many different people. Uh, we tested. Like the testing in that room for that whatever six hours we did of just watching like three people play and talking. By far the best testing I've ever experienced in my life. And I'm like. This is how the top players do it, and like it's fucking yep. good. And yep. and yep. then when it's all over, we all go hang out, and we went to bars, we all hung out, we had a great time, and it's just like, oh, this is how a tournament should be played. This is how yep. you should have fun. Like win or lose, you go and have a good time. Yeah. Like my experiences before that is like I have four people with me. They all we all sucked and. We're all salty and we're sitting in a hotel room mad that we suck. And I'm like, what the fuck were we doing for this long? Like, just have fun. Like, at the end of the day. Yeah. That's it, yeah. man. And, like, even, like, I seen the pictures of the Brazil when Sam Chen got fucking everyone to go oh, to yeah. that fucking dinner. That's I was insane. so jealous. I was like, I, like, I, that is such. Like, I think that brought the community together so hard, like, and it looked like so much fun. I was like, I, I need to go Dude. more ICs. Fuck the rest of that. So bad. NAIC. Yes, yes. I want that so bad, dude. It's gonna, it, uh, dude, NAIC should be the, like, uh, after, after my experience at NAIC, I always tell everyone, I'm like, if you don't go to any regional, just go to NAIC. Like, oh, I agree. 100%. Just go to NAIC. It's. It's a different monster out there. It's way more fun like than anything that I've ever experienced. Yeah, dude, I would have I to be one of the 60 people in that photo, man, it would have been like a dream come true, honestly. <laughs> when I see stuff like that, I would have been like, man, well, what I say, I was like, man, I wish I was in that damn picture, you know? But that, it, ain't, but, it ain't like that. It ain't like that for everybody, man. Like it's just a privileged spot that some of us have, you know? Like well, I think being that able picture... to make the friends and be included and do that kind of stuff and be looked at in a certain way of being like in you know included or involved it's just like i'm lucky for it i have people that i probably have no right of ever having met just by virtue of comparing credentials but luckily it's more than that which is really nice and something that everybody has to keep in mind you know Um, i think that could be good or bad but just maybe they're maybe they're just fucking cool right so just Come on. I really think that picture almost defines the season, to be honest. I think if you look at that picture, there's a lot of people in there that one year ago wouldn't even talk to each other. And, and like, 
Now, that picture you see, and like everyone in that picture is smiling, and it looks like they're having a great time, and everyone posted that picture on on uh, Twitter or whatever, and was just like, you know what, this is what Pokemon's about, the community coming together. And I was like, when I looked at that, I was like, we like that just like defines of like the lines have merged, and we don't have that separate like bullshit uh, click. I'm sure there's probably still. Like, whenever you put that many people in one area, there's people that hate each other. But to come together and and really just take a picture like that is fucking... It's fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, um, it was nice to see. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sam Chen gets all the credit for it. Yeah, set it up. It was Damn really cool. Um, yeah. So, Justin, I have one, one more question for you. All right. <laughs> You're a... Uh... You're very humble and you're very quiet and uh, you're very accomplished. And I, I would like, just like to know, have you always, has this always been your demeanor? Um, I just want to know kind of why don't you get involved in stuff online or why, why do you like to fly under the radar and how does that help you, you think? I think I just think that your personality is very unique and not usual and to somebody like me who's into who's interested in people's motivations and why they do what they do and stuff that's like been a very interesting thing for me and people don't know a lot about you i think as far as like you know learning from watching people online and just reading the stuff they put out um once you answer that question if you wanted anyone to know someone who doesn't know you to know anything about you what would it be uh, okay <laughs> that's too so, big question. the first part uh I've always been like quiet and reserved, I think my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever been that outgoing. Uh, I'm not sure why. It's just kind of just been my personality throughout my whole life. Uh, even when uh, uh, when I did other things in school or sports, uh, I was always involved in like soccer and stuff. I was never like rah-rah or stuff like that. Um, even now when I go to the gym and stuff, I like to go when the... There's like less people and stuff because it just makes sure like I can get my stuff done. I don't have to wait for stuff. Uh, just usually just, I don't know, I guess kind of just the way I grew up. There's more quiet and reserved. Me and my brother are both like that. My sister's kind of outgoing, so I don't think we were like raised that way. I just think it was just uh, just my nature. And uh, I guess the one thing I would want people to know about me. Uh, mm, that's a tough one. Uh one thing i guess if uh, anybody had any questions or needs any help uh, they could always come to me and ask i'm always open i'll try my best to get back to you or answer any questions as soon as i can uh, just know that you should never be afraid to come up and say hi or ask any questions uh, i think that's the one thing i guess yeah and that's kind of how i met you because we live in kind of the same area roughly we can get to the same region a little bit, a little bit yeah kind of. um and, you know, I was friends with Peter and Edwin and those people from, from the city, Noel and stuff. But I had never met you and you were in, you were just very approachable. You were just it, it's like we had known each other for a while and you were familiar with me. And that was really cool for me. So I endorse what Justin just said. Really great guy. I think that you're fantastic for the community and you have a very you have a very admirable demeanor that I think a lot of these younger people should absolutely learn from because you don't have to be you don't have to be rah rah bang on your chest look at me uh i'm the greatest here's my sponsor 
to be recognized as somebody who's really, really, really good and really fun to be around. So thank you for that. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, man, because a lot of us out here, we're really stoked to see you win uh, big time. And you I might not think of yourself as a top player, but you are. And you're a great role model. So thank you for that. I've oh, always wanted to tell you that. I'm going to tell you right now. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Thanks for the kind words. Appreciate it. Well, before we wrap this up, I have one last question. All right. All right. I have it. to know, did that $80, eight pieces of sushi you ate the night before, you won? <laughs> San Diego Regional tastes any better after you won? <laughs> Bro, I'm still finding to find the rest of my food. Dude, <laughs> that shit was so funny. We're fucking, we're sitting at the table, and, like, I showed up late, and, like, they're all looking at the menus, and Roll's like, oh, we're just going to get this. It's like $80 for sushi. I was like, what is it? He's like, oh, it's chef's choice or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm going to get. Never good. I'm just going to get yet. this. And, like, I didn't realize how late it was, if they were closing or whatever. But out of nowhere, the guy comes over. He, like, takes our orders. And then he's like, oh, we're out of rice. They bring out. Yeah, what is that? I was like, what? We're out of rice. How the fuck? They ingredient. How can you run out of rice? We're out of fish. We're out of raw fish and rice. They bring out these, like, gold platters that has, like, eight little, like, not pieces. Like, this little pieces of sushi. I think you're giving it more credit than it was. I think it was, like, this. Yes, it's tiny, and like they all down it. Like uh, I, I had like two rolls. I eat my two rolls. I'm like cool. They're like, ah, oh, we're waiting for our next one. Dude comes out with checks. <laughs> and they all just got cooked. I was, I was dying. I was like, dude, wow. you want some of mine? Because <laughs> mine was mine was twelve dollars, and I got more than you. Let's go to Arby's. Yeah, it was not fucking Arby's. hilarious. Fucking rolls, like, I'm not tipping. Fuck this shit. I could just see everyone's face. I looked over, I was just like, God, you guys got fucked. I appreciate they all went to get, you guys went and got pizza after. Yeah, me and Rojo got some pizza because it was not enough. You had an $80 appetizer? Uh, it was yeah. an appetizer, dude. It was worse. Not a single grain of rice on that damn gold flattered plate or gold. Dude. Uh, couldn't even do what he came bro, over. Just go fishing. Yeah, that dude, that's what they did. They came up, they're like, we're out of rice. Do you want just like a bunch of fish? I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'll just, I'll just eat this. This is fine. Fuck. Uh, but after you win, like, it had to be okay. At that point, it didn't matter, right? It was okay. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. <laughs> I just know that uh, if I ever go to San Diego again, I'm probably not going back to that food. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, fuck, dude. They actually want to sponsor you. They just called. <laughs> All right. Well, to, to, to be honest, I want to blame it on the tournament because we're there till like 10 o'clock at night because yeah, the, the online job. pairings was like the worst thing in fucking human history. Uh, don't remind me. That was a little bit of an experience. But hopefully it gets better because uh, more events to go. Yeah, I think we're fine. Any event that's not ran by that uh, TO. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, you weren't there, but like 90%. I saw it. I saw it. Did you see screenshot. the, did you the see? screenshot? And I went to Anaheim last year and it was the same shit. Dude, everyone had to go look at paper of pairings. So it was <laughs> fucking trash. Like it's, like it's fucking 2015. Yeah. Come on. Oh, that's funny. Oh. Yikes. 
Um, you got any shout outs or um, sponsors or anything you want to shout out? Sushi Place sponsor that Obviously, a shout out to the lab, as I mentioned earlier. A bunch of great guys. Uh, appreciate everything that they've helped me with this year. Um, shout out to Joel and Gabriel for uh, having the list in the deck, building a great deck. Um, shout out to Rahul and Keon for playing the deck with me. Shout out to my New York and New, uh, the G- New Jersey guys uh, for being great guys. Oh, They're a great squad. My bad. Uh, shout out to everybody who sent me a congratulatory thank you on message. I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys don't know how much I appreciate it. I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, shout out to you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I guess shout out to everybody else in the community. Uh, the reason I came back into this game after I took my break was because of the great community. So shout out to you guys. Sick, yeah. sick. Well, that's all we got for today, guys. Uh, it's time to scoop it up. Oh, oh, oh.